in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. It is an honor to be here with you. Greg has the day off. The midterms are only less than a month away. And Republicans, Republicans have a winning issue. Crime is out of control, coast to coast, all across America. Crime is the issue that could decide the midterms, that could tilt power away from Democrats and to Republicans in less than a month. Again, Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg Kelly. Love to hear your telephone calls, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. So when I say crime is out of control, this is what I'm talking about. Two teenagers shot outside the gubernatorial candidate's home, Lee Zeldin, in New York State. The Republican nominee for governor, two teenagers shot outside of his home, and police in New York State are stating that they had come from a recording studio known for gang activity. Two candidates in New York State, two major candidates, Republican, Democratic. Kathy Hochul is the governor of New York State. And Lee Zeldin is the Republican nominee hoping to unseat her. Of course, New York is a blue state, uh, overwhelmingly Democratic. But two candidates would have shot at becoming governor, and it was a shooting outside the home of one of the two candidates. When I say crime is out of control, don't believe me. Look at the actions. Tyson Foods have joined several other big companies leaving Chicago. Tyson Foods have joined several other big companies leaving Chicago. And it's the latest company closing its Chicago area offices. Joining Boeing, Caterpillar, Citadel, among others. I'll come back to Tyson Foods in just one second. In New York State, in New York State, detectives are investigating the drive-by shooting as gang-related outside the home of gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin, and they're still looking for the gunman or gunmen. The 46-year-old Republican candidate who has a shot at unseating the incumbent governor in New York State was not home at the time of the shooting. But, but his teenage daughters were home doing their homework. 
Zeldin talk to reporters. You will hear it in just a second. But his daughters were home doing homework when the gunfire erupted. His 16-year-old twins. And they had been taught by their parents that should something happen, to go lock themselves in the bathroom. And that is exactly what they did. This is Lee Zeldin. I mean, at what point are we supposed to talk about the crime on our own streets? I'm standing in front of crime scene tape in front of my own house. You can't get me more outraged than right now. I mean, it's one thing to spend multiple times over the course of a week where other people are being targeted. But, but for us... No, we're more pissed off today than we were when we woke up this morning. That is the actual Republican nominee for governor, Lee Zeldin, in New York State, discussing a shooting literally outside his home. According to Zeldin, and we'll get back to Tyson Foods, what's going on in Vegas, St. Louis, Lots of crime issues. The crime blotter is extensive across America, and it has to stop. It has to stop. Lee Zeldin says one of the teenage suspects, based on the security cameras at his home, captured three people on his property. One was lying down underneath uh, the porch and was uh, lying down under a bush in front of the Porsche just a, 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 a few feet away. A third person who wasn't shot was moving all around the property up and down. This is what is happening all across America. The midterms are only a month away, and Republicans have a winning issue. We're also going to get to the mess in Georgia in terms of the attacks on Herschel Walker, the unfounded attacks. He doesn't even know publicly who his accuser is. It's a smear campaign as that race in Georgia is neck and neck. And some Republican senators are headed there, GOP senators are headed to Georgia tomorrow to help the embattled Walker as he's trying to move past this abortion controversy. And so Tyson Foods is joining, I'm talking Chicago now, other big companies that are leaving, that are leaving. Boeing's leaving, Caterpillar, Citadel, they are leaving. Roughly 1,000 employees work in three different offices that Tyson is now merging together at its corporate office and the relocation will begin early next year. But Tyson Foods, the CEO, says that he's often asked 
what's going on in Chicago. The CEO says that crime is seeping into every corner of our city. My Democratic friends don't like when I discuss crime. They say it's unfair to them, but it's not unfair. Democrats and progressives are controlling cities all across America, all across America, and these cities are out of control. Wherever you are listening to me from on this Columbus Day, Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly, you know how bad the crime problem is throughout America. Now Las Vegas, the stabbing suspect, that story went national. Just days before the attack, that suspect spoke to news outlets, the crazed man charged with fatally stabbing two people and wounding six others on the Vegas Strip was captured on video by a local news outlet soliciting employment outside Los Angeles City Hall two days, just two days before the bloody rampage. It has to stop, folks. And people that are dealing with mental illness, we have got to get them off the street. We cannot continue to let them just roam the streets where Americans are attacked every day. What about the rights of Americans that are outstanding and upstanding citizens? And you're telling me about the rights of the mentally ill. In St. Louis, and we'll be getting to your telephone calls uh, in just just a, a few moments, 800-848-9222. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly on this Columbus Day. Greg has the day off. In St. Louis, a 15-year-old boy was shot in the back and injured. This happened Sunday. St. Louis police say the shooting happened shortly before 7.45 p.m. The boy was shot in the back and injured, conscious and breathing when he was uh, taken from the scene for treatment. Police did not say what may have led up to the shooting. But we are almost becoming desensitized to all of these shootings that are occurring across America. And why are they happening? They are happening because progressive mayors with their progressive, progressive policies, nine times out of 10 backed by George Soros are making things very, very bad for the good people of America. It's simply not supposed to be this way. 
It is not supposed to be this way in 2022. But these are the times that we live in. And right now, we need to see a clean sweep. Republicans need to gain control of the House and the Senate. And if if Republicans don't do a good job fighting crime, then Democrats need to come back in. But right now, so in other words, this is not partisan what I am articulating. It is common sense what is in our best interest. It is common sense for what is in all of our best interest. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly on this Columbus Day. We are going to be taking your calls 800-848-9222. We will be right back. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And Dominic Carter here with you on this Columbus Day. Greg Kelly has the day off. You can reach us at 800-848-9222. We are only a month away from, less than a month away from the midterm elections. And I am telling you folks that Republicans have a winning issue at hand. Crime is out of control. Crime is out of control. In a moment, we're going to your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. We see your calls coming in. We're about to start with the calls in just a second. The big story, or at least one of the big stories nationwide, happens to have occurred in New York State. The Republican governor, a candidate for governor, Lee Zeldin, uh, literally a shooting outside his home. And two teenagers were shot outside his home. We're going to let you hear some some of what Mr. Zeldin had to say, what President Trump has to say, and also an FBI agent on the shooting by the name of Jonathan Gilliam. But first, let's start with your telephone calls. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Let's begin with Lauren. Lauren is calling from New York. Lauren, thank you for calling. What's on your mind? Well, I, I want to talk just a little bit about legalizing marijuana, which I'm against. It's so am I. Be... So am I. Oh, wonderful. So wonderful. am I. So many people are for it, and they just don't realize how unsafe it can be. And uh, it, it, if you just look at the CDC, the CDC says it's addictive. It can cause a psychosis. The American Lung Association says it says cyanide and arsenic in it. What is good about this? You know, and and people and elected officials, elected officials are saying, "Oh, it's joyful, it's safe," and and you know all the other problems this country has. The thing they can want to do is let's make marijuana and dope legal. I mean, and that's where they start. They don't end there. It's just the beginning of the end, because then they go on to psilocybin, they go on to other drugs, the Molly, and they keep going on and on. They say, "Let's legalize them all." And they have no plan. That's the big thing. You know, I, I'm not. I'm saying that, okay, if you want to legalize poison, okay, there's, there's poisons out there. But have a plan to protect kids. Have I, a plan I, to protect people who are d- 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 ill from I, this. I Get agree ahead. with you. I, I really feel from coast to coast, uh, no matter what city or state that, that, we, that a person may be in, I really feel that marijuana is a gateway drug 
Um, This may sound simple, but I was raised by my grandmother, and she would say, boy, don't you ever start messing with that, because once you start with marijuana, then you move to heroin, then you move to uh, cocaine. And I know a lot of people that have done exactly that. So I am glad to have received your call because I don't find any of this funny or entertaining or I get it. The train has left the station as far as legalized uh, marijuana. And I get it what the Biden administration is is doing with uh, wiping away the convictions. But I, I just feel I just feel on a personal level that what we are doing is normalizing, one, criminal behavior, and two, we're saying that it's okay for, for marijuana, and I just, I just don't think it's okay. And I think you and I see the same on this issue, correct? It, oh, uh, even, probably even more so, because, you know, so it's one thing for somebody to say, well, I'll take the risk, I'm a tough guy, I'm a tough gal, you know, I don't mind taking in poison. I can handle it. Well, they can't. But when they say, I'm going to smoke, and I don't care what happens to other people, like the babies, the kids, to those who have who have lung disease or heart disease, what are they doing? They're saying, you have to take the risk because I want to have fun. I like this hedonistic fun, and you have to take the risk for it. There's something unholy about that. So, you know, saying somebody else, let's normalize people taking risks for us. You know, if we're going to take the risk ourselves, that's bad enough. You know, it's like committing suicide. But, no, I want company. I want to jump off the cliff with other people who don't want to go. Right, and I I thank you for the call. I could not have said it better myself. I agree with you. I will continue with your point in just a second. More of your telephone calls. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg Kelly on this Columbus Day. Greg has the day off. I hope that you folks are having a wonderful time, day throughout America. President Trump, former President Trump, at his rally over the weekend in Nevada, said something that rings 1,000% true. If you look at the circumstances where America finds itself in, in which Trump says, if you want to see the decline of America, if you want to see the continual decline of America, vote Democratic. Who can argue against that? That's in their right mind. No one can. No one can. And I'm not even favoring Republicans. I am simply telling you folks what the truth happens to be politically where things are in our country. Black Lives Matter, completely out, a scam that has helped lead to the decline of America, which has helped lead to the bad situation where we find ourselves in. Let's be candid. Let's be honest. The criminals have the power right now. The criminals have the power, 
and they're backed up by the progressive politicians and the handcuffs are on the police across America. And the police practically, literally, our last line of defense are on the attack. What sense does that make? None. It's why all across America we're having the problems that we're having. St. Louis, Vegas. And it seems like the new crime of choice is people are just walking up and stabbing other people. Look at look at Vegas. And this madman apparently did that in Vegas because a showgirl apparently refused to take a selfie with him. And so two people were dead, several others, others stabbed. For what? And then, and we're going to get to Herschel Walker. We're going to save Herschel Walker for a bit later. But then you look at a number of contests throughout the country that could tilt the Senate one way or the other. Handful of contests. A number of races as well for governor. And in New York State, it's the incumbent, Kathy Hochul, who, when Andrew Cuomo was forced to uh, resign amid the sexual harassment uh, uh, allegations, complaint, report from fellow Democrat uh, Attorney General Letitia James. So when Cuomo was forced to step down, Kathy Hochul uh, the lieutenant governor moved into the uh, top job. She is seeking her first full term. And in New York, if you're not familiar familiar with the situation, we have a district attorney in Manhattan that is completely out of control. Here's how you can imagine the situation. So the TV show Law and Order that we all see all over the country, all over the world, is based on... Uh, the Manhattan district attorney, a man by the name of Bob Morgenthau, who is no longer alive. But Bob Morgenthau, his life is the prototype, if you will, for law and order. And so now you fast forward a few district attorneys, and now uh, New York has its first African-American district attorney. His name is Alvin Bragg. And Alvin Bragg seems to be a friend of the criminals. It just seems that he doesn't want to prosecute anything. And, you know, it's, it's being a progressive on steroids. And so that, that is the scenario. And you've got similar situations, Los Angeles. Philadelphia, Boston, with district attorneys. Same type of uh, situations. Progressive district attorneys that are basically 
interpreting the law themselves, selectively deciding what they're going to prosecute, and more importantly, not prosecute, rather than just doing their job and being the people's lawyer, the people's prosecutor. So that brings me back to Lee Zeldin, the Republican nominee for governor in uh, New York State. Literally, outside his home, his Long Island, New York home, two teenagers were shot. And apparently, and I mean literally outside his home, his porch was literally part of, marked off as part of the crime scene. Candidate Zeldin, his two teenage daughters, 16-year-old, 16-year-old each, twins, were home doing their homework. He was not there at the time. And they were scared to death and ended up, the two daughters, going into the bathroom, uh, I, I believe jumping in the tub and, and uh, for protection, and were scared to death until the candidate got back home. Lee Zeldin appeared on Fox. He appeared on Fox. And I want you to listen. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. I want you to listen how he describes what happened. The girls were definitely shaken by what happened yesterday. My wife and I had just left the Columbus Day Parade in the Bronx yesterday when we received a phone call from Michaela. Uh, We have identical twin 16-year-old girls. Uh, Michaela was freaking out. Ariana is in the background on the phone with 911. At 2.18 p.m., shots were fired by 2.19. Uh, my girls were calling 911. They were just sitting there at the kitchen table doing homework when all of a sudden they're hearing gunfire. One of the bullets landed about 30 feet from where they were sitting. Two people were shot laying down uh, just about 10 feet or so from where, where they were sitting. As soon as the girls heard the gunfire, they heard the screams. They went upstairs. They locked themselves in the bathroom. They called 911. They called us. Uh, and, you know, thank God it wasn't worse. Wow. Lee Zeldin on Fox. The, Demo- the Republican nominee for governor in New York State. If these animals are going to engage in reckless shooting outside, they believe it's gang-related, outside the home of the Republican nominee for governor of New York State, what are they going to do when it involves you or I? And for Zeldin, he says, and, and you have to believe him here, that, This shooting, to a degree, was an awakening. Literally, crime showing up at our front doorstep. When we were getting back to our house, we had to go through crime scene tape. Uh, We were being told to be careful where we're walking because uh, law enforcement was finding blood uh, on our property. Blood on his property. He's, He's a heartbeat away from becoming governor, the next governor of the state of New York. And this is happening on his doorsteps with his two daughters 
home at the time with one of the bullets lodged in a fence outside his home, only feet so feet away from where the girls were. The bullet could have hit one of the Republican nominee for governor of New York State, Lee Zeldin. It could have hit one of his 16-year-old daughters. He appeared on Fox, and he continued with his comments. I don't know anything about the shooters, to be honest with you. Uh, I know that the Suffolk County Police put out uh, a press release uh, that said something about uh, the shooting coming from a black vehicle. Uh, I do know that from our security camera footage, we do have different vehicles passing by uh, our property. So hopefully that's enough of a a lead where the law enforcement is further along than what I'm aware of. Uh, But I don't know who shot these two people. Uh, I don't know uh, what the motive was. I've seen some reporting that it was gang-related, but uh, but that's just from some of the reporting I've seen. That I did not uh, actually hear that yet from Suffolk County Police uh, Department directly. Maybe gang-related. Maybe. All across America, this is happening. And as I said earlier, Tyson Foods is one of several big companies leaving Chicago, joining Boeing, Caterpillar, Citadel. What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Crime is out of control. Crime is completely out of control. And these progressives that are running Mayor Lightfoot of uh, Chicago, for example, that are running these progressive cities, Eric Adams in New York, we can, we can list them all. And they all have the same characteristics in terms of progressive policies. But what that means for the people of these cities is that we don't know who's next. We do not know who is the next victim. We do not know. Another case in New York. Her funeral was just last week. EMT, lieutenant, now promoted to Captain Allison Russo, working in Astoria, which is in Queens, which happens to be Uh, one of the five boroughs of New York City. It's lunchtime. She's an EMT working out of a firehouse. She goes to the corner store to buy lunch. And a madman comes running up to her with a knife and apparently a schizophrenic man. And he knocks her down. She's in uniform with the uh, medic radio knocks her down so fast and repeatedly stabs her about 20 times. Her elderly parents in their 80s, their late 80s, laid her to rest and begged the city of New York to do more to protect the citizens of the city. But it doesn't seem to be working. Does not seem to be working. 
I want you to listen to, and that's not just locally in New York, that's everywhere. As Democrats seem to be doubling down on their progressive agenda, while the southern border is out of control, migrants are traveling all over the country, and who's going to pick up the tab for all of this? Who's going to pay for it? We all know who's going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. The taxpayers will be on the hook and pay for all of this. Regarding the Zeldin situation, this is what FBI agent Jonathan Gilliam has to say. This is pretty incredible for uh, a congressman uh, who is running for governor to have this happen right at his house. And uh, no better example for the way that things are deteriorating to the point where there's a drive-by shooting. I mean, this is unbelievable that the two individuals that were under his porch were actually shot by in a drive-by shooting. So, you know, I think uh, whether we look at the, the current governor of New York, uh, the uh, New York City and uh, really lot, uh, many, many parts of New York, Chicago, all these different big cities and, and the places around them. This is what we're seeing, that the inner city is now the city. There's no difference in the crime that happens predominantly where, you know, the 75th uh, uh, precinct in New York City, when I was in the FBI, we'd work out there. It sounded like a war zone. Now, any of the crime that you would have found there can be found anywhere in New York. Same thing with Chicago. Same thing with L.A. Same thing with Chicago. Same thing with L.A. And that former agent is accurately assessing the situation. I want you to hold that thought of what the former FBI agent, Jonathan Gilliam, just said. We're going to play that again for you because I want you to really listen and really think about what he is saying. The warning that he is issuing to Americans about there are no rules anymore to, to what these criminals are doing. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the day off. We will be right back. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly on this Columbus Day. Greg has the day off. We are discussing right now 
the outrageous uh, shooting that occurred literally steps away from the home of New York gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin, the Republican nominee, Republican nominee for governor of New York State. This is crime is out of control all over the country. Pick a city, any city, pick a state, any state is out of control. And it's time to take back our communities. I'm tired of hearing about the rights of the thugs. I don't care about the thugs. I care about law-abiding citizens. Zeldin also happens to be a sitting sitting member of Congress. I told you to hold your thought about what former FBI agent Jonathan Gilliam said on Fox regarding this uh, shooting. Two teenagers shot outside Zeldin's home, his Long Island home. Uh, police believe it was gang-related. Zeldin's daughters happened uh, to be home at the time. I want you to listen again. It bears repeating to what this former FBI agent had to say. And I want you folks to literally listen between the lines to what he is stating. This is pretty incredible for uh, a congressman uh, who is running for governor to have this happen right at his house. And uh, no better example for the way that things are deteriorating to the point where there's a drive-by shooting. I mean, this is unbelievable that the two individuals that were under his porch were actually shot by in a drive-by shooting. So, you know, I think uh, whether we look at the, the current governor of New York, uh, the uh, New York City and uh, really lot, uh, many, many parts of New York, Chicago, all these different big cities and, and the places around them. This is what we're seeing, that the inner city is now the city. There's no difference in the crime that happens predominantly where, you know, the 75th uh, uh, precinct in New York City, when I was in the FBI, we'd work out there. It sounded like a war zone. Now, any of the crime that you would have found there can be found anywhere in New York. Same thing with Chicago. Same thing with L.A. In other words, reading between the lines, it no longer crime occurs in just bad inner communities. Crime no longer has boundaries for the most part. No boundaries for the criminals. They are reckless and just doing whatever they want because they have been given a green light from progressives. This is why this is happening all across America. All of a sudden, we're dealing with a situation where mentally deranged people are just all across America. Vegas is what comes to mind just picking up knives and and stabbing people because they feel at the end of the day there are no repercussions for what they are doing to people. And it has to stop. This has to stop. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly has the day off. We're going to be right back with a lot more, and that is coming straight ahead. 
Greg Kelly. Entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the day off on this Columbus Day. The situation with Herschel Walker, the former football great running for Senate in the great state of Georgia. And he has been caught up, as we all know by now, uh, in an abortion controversy, which is nothing more than a a hit job, a, a hatchet job. We still don't know publicly the name of his attacker, which, as far as I'm concerned, should be public. We should know who this woman is who claims We're being told to accept what the Daily Beast says, and they are the point of record. When there's a Senate seat at stake that could decide which party controls the United States Senate. So GOP senators are headed to Georgia Tuesday to help the embattled Walker. Senate Republicans are standing behind their nominee. And thus far, Rick Scott of Florida, Tom Cotton of Arkansas are set to campaign with Walker tomorrow. Now, this does not mean, folks, that the GOP would support any candidate, no matter the allegations against him, to win control of the U.S. Senate. It does not mean that. Because what is going on in terms of thus what we know thus far is a complete smear campaign. The allegation that the staunchly anti-abortion challenger, Herschel Walker, paid for an abortion that the mother of one of his children underwent. And that story prompted Walker's son, Christian, to post a bitter rebuke if you will, of his father on on Twitter. And it's been an effective smear campaign because Walker is on the defensive. And he appeared on Fox and Friends when this first broke, the story first broke. And we are taking your telephone calls as we're about to let you hear what he said. 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Herschel Walker on the Fox News Channel. First of all, I never just put an H on anything. I never have. And and I I said, you know, you know how many things I've signed, but I've never signed anything with just an H. And I I said, that's why I said, whoever is doing this, as you know, it's not true. It's a lie. Right. And right now, that's the reason I say I'm going to fight because, you know, I've been redeemed. That's one thing about it. I've been redeemed. And I'm going to make this statement here. It's like they're trying to uh, bring up my past to hurt me, but they don't know, like, bringing up my past only energized me to go out and fight even right. harder because I've been to 400 bases to talk about my book. And I'm not trying to sell books here because I knew the pain it had through mental health. And right now, they're trying to do anything in their power to take this seat but they're not going to take right. it from Herschel Walker. So then this right came now, out. I love the Lord Jesus, and I got right. into this race because of my faith, because I see what's happening. 
So we'll see what happens in less than a month. He is up against Senator Warnock, uh, that is Herschel Walker, in Georgia. And with the GOP rallying behind Herschel Walker and uh, Republican senators coming to town uh, on his behalf, he still has a shot. He, he has a shot to pull this off. And when you consider the support of his from former president of the United States, Donald Trump, he might actually pull this thing off. I'm not willing to write off Herschel Walker as of as of yet. And in mentioning the former president, what's what's interesting and, uh, you know, I, I have taken heat for this for simply telling the truth. And that is anyone that thinks that former President Trump's political career is over, you do it at your own peril. It's a mistake at your at your own at your own own fault for making that mistake. Trump still resonates with the American people in ways that very few politicians ever do. Period. Full stop. End of story. And so a rally over the weekend, another uh, contested race for the U.S. Senate in Nevada. And uh, former president was in uh, the former president. Trump was uh, in Nevada over the weekend, over the weekend. And um, his point, And I want you to listen. We're going to listen to a couple of the comments that he made from his speech and dissect them in which the president says, if you want to see the decline of America, and think about this, if you want to continue to see the decline of America, he is saying vote Democrat, right? Now, you have to be pretty confident to say vote for the other party. But the reality is, look at the stock market. Look at inflation. Look at the southern border. Look at the gaffes by President Biden, one issue after another. And when I say the southern border, I should repeat that maybe five or six times because the progressives that have said, oh, we're sanctuary cities and and, and let them in, let them in. They have lost a public relations battle to DeSantis of Florida, to Abbott of Texas, and to the, uh, to the uh, governor of Arizona, that said, okay, you want the migrants here? Then you take them. We're going to ship them to you. Now there are declarations, uh, emergency declarations uh, in New York and cities like Chicago are complaining and crying, and Martha's Vineyard says thank you, but no thank you to the migrants. And, again, I want you to listen to this. Former President Trump at his rallies uh, declaring, if you want to see the decline of America, vote Democratic. If you want to see a country decline, vote Democrat. If you want to see the American dream that we all dreamed about, if you want to see that beautiful American dream that we all dreamt about, we dreamt about it more than anything, then you know what you do? If you want to see that decline if you want to see that get the hell knocked out of it that's what's happening right now vote democrat but if you want to see great things for our country and the real american dream and we're bringing it back you're going to vote republican 
calling it the way it is. Now, I may feel different two years from now, four years from now, but right now, former President Trump is correct. He's correct. Tell me one thing that he said that is not factually correct with the way the country is going right now. Look at the stock market. Look at your 401k. Hmm. One of the other comments that he made over the uh, weekend, former President Trump, happens to be as it relates to Black Lives Matter and what's going on with the criminal justice system. Nothing happens to Antifa. Nothing happens to BLM. But look at what happens to patriots. The Democrats are locking up their political opponents, spying on their political rivals, silencing dissent and using the full force of government, law enforcement and the media to try and crush the greatest movement in the history of America. Folks, uh, I don't want to waste time uh, engaging in this and um, and being forced to, to, to back up this argument. But, 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 when you look at the money, uh, I'm trying to figure out if stolen is the right word, that's missing from Black Lives Matter that has gone to real estate and other items. And then when you juxtaposition that to the folks of January 6th, I'm not excusing their behavior. I'm not. I'm really not excusing their behavior. But when you look at what's happened in Black Lives Matter, and finally in Los Angeles, one person is on trial for stealing allegedly millions of dollars. One person. But when you look at what happened January 6th, the prison sentences that are coming down from the feds. One has to wonder, where is the fairness? Where's the fairness? And so, President Trump, former President Trump, holding a rally in Nevada over the weekend, and he also discussed the raid, the unprecedented raid that occurred, and I'm gonna, I am going to spend some time on that, the raid that occurred at his Florida home. The greatest movement in the history of America. It's the greatest movement. Mega. It's called Make America Great Again. When Biden got up with a bad, sinister background and he talked about how bad MAGA was, I said, does anybody... I want to ask him if he understands what that means, Mega. It means make America great again. Okay, former President Trump discussing MAGA. Here's what he said regarding the raid at his Florida home. They don't get enough credit. By contrast, I had a small number of boxes in storage at Mar-a-Lago guarded by Secret Service and my people and everybody. I mean, it's safe. When you look at these other people, what they did, and the FBI raided my home and violated my Fourth Amendment rights and many other rights. And under the Sox decision, this is a very important decision that was made. They call it the Sox 
decision because, again, it had to do with Bill Clinton and his socks. There is no crime. You know, there is no crime. It's not a crime. And they should give me immediately back everything that they've taken from me because it's mine. It's mine. They took it from me in the raid. They broke into my house. The former President Trump at the weekend rally. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the uh, day off. I want you to think about it for a second. I know that there's a full court battle in the federal uh, courtroom and so on about a special master and and who should get this information uh, that was uh, that was uh, in the raid. But just think about this for a second. Are you telling me that there was no backdoor way to reach out to the Trump team and communicate with them to get these documents? That you had to take the unprecedented move and raid the home of a former president of the United States with armed agents while he was in New Jersey and go through the personal belongings of the former first lady of the United States of America? If that is not disrespect, then I don't know what is. And we have to be honest. Do you think... They would have ever did that to Obama. Of course not. Not in a million years. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We will be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the day off. A lot is going on. I'm going to the telephones in just one second. 800-848-9222. Taking your calls from around the country. I am worried, folks, about the situation as it relates to Ukraine and what is going on there. I side with Ukraine uh, in this in this issue on this issue and Russia, as we all know by now, unleashed a barrage of deadly attacks on cities across Ukraine uh, Monday, uh, hitting the heart of the city, the capital, Kiev, as part of a wave of strikes against civilians and infrastructure not seen since the earliest days of the war. And so it's getting brutal again, and it's getting nasty again. And Russian President Vladimir Putin announced in a uh, television address that his military had launched a, quote, massive strike, uh, and telling the Security Council it was revenge for what he called uh, Kiev's uh, long track record of, quote, terrorist actions, including the uh, bridge Blast. And here's what's important. And I'm going to go to a telephone call in just one second. But Putin went on to say, and I am quoting here, if attempts to carry out terrorist attacks on our territory continues, Russia's responses will be tough and will correspond and scale to the level of threats posed to Russia. No one should have any doubts about this. This was Putin, and this is what Trump had to say, the former president, at his rally over the weekend as it relates to Ukraine and Russia. In Ukraine, with potentially hundreds of thousands of people dying, 
We must demand the immediate negotiation of a peaceful end to the war in Ukraine, or we will end up in World War III, and there will be nothing left of our planet, all because stupid people didn't have a clue. They didn't have a clue. They don't understand. They really don't understand. I rebuilt our military. I rebuilt our nuclear power. They don't understand what they're dealing with, the power of nuclear. They have no idea what they're doing. The bottom line is that Russia is threatening nuclear action and none of us want to go there. Also coming out of Los Angeles, the councilwoman, Nuri Martinez, who is uh, also the council president, has resigned from her position over uh, alleged racist remarks. Uh, She's still on the school board, but she has resigned as the city council president in Los Angeles. And here's here's a bit of uh, her alleged racist remarks about Koreatown. Yeah, that's called Koreatown. Yes, I see a lot of little short, dark people. Yeah, Puro, Puro Oaxacan. Puro Oaxacan Korean. <laughs> Not even like Kevin, little ones. I was like, no, I don't I'm know where these people are from. I was like, I don't know what village they came out of got here, but. And so they're wearing shoes. So, one. And so that's that's uh, what the council president was caught on tape uh, saying as the leaked audio has become public. And as it relates to the district attorney, she says that he is with African-Americans. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly as we head into the home stretch. Greg has the uh, day off news coming out of uh, Los Angeles. The Los Angeles City Council president has resigned after alleged racist remarks emerged on leak video. And so this is just happening, but she does retain, at least for now, her seat on uh, the uh, on the school board. And so uh, her name, Nuri Martinez, and um, what she's made a couple of comments, but this is a statement she released, and it's effective immediately, and it says she is uh, resigning as president of the Los Angeles City Council. The move reportedly means she still retains her seat as a council member. And one of the comments that she is reportedly resigning over According to the L.A. Times, and we're going to get back to Trump. We're going to get back to crime across the country in just a second and the Herschel Walker Senate race in Georgia. But uh, Martinez, who was the uh, city council speaker, apparently criticized uh, another colleague, a council member, uh, Mike Bonin, who is uh, white, over the parenting of his African-American son, who who she said he treated like an accessory. Here, she's caught on tape saying that uh, Mr. Gascon in uh, Los Angeles that he is with the blacks. All the you know folks like with Gascon, he did call me. He wants to have breakfast with me. Um, what is taking him so long? 
I haven't. I just said, hey, we need to talk. He guilt supported him from the. I don't worry, I got you. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, you'll start you. seeing him line up. He's with the black. Isaac was the first. And so it's a little muffled there of what she says, but she was apparently caught red-handed on tape making comments that she should not be making. And, you know, I, I don't know too much about the story, but she's stepping down as the uh, as the city council president and demand continues to grow for her to resign, period, over these alleged uh, racist mar- remarks. But I want to go back. I want to go back to former President Trump. He held a rally over the weekend in Nevada. Nevada is one of the states where it is a hotly contested Senate race. And Mr. Trump was there energizing the base. And no one can deny that, that he can still energize the Republican base like very few can. Excuse me, not just the Republican base, Americans. Americans, not just the Republican Party, but Americans. And it has always been my contention that should he run again, he has a very, very good chance of winning. No matter the outcome of the Mar-a-Lago investigation or what may come from the Justice Department. If you understand how well Trump resonates with America, now I get it. There's Ron DeSantis in Florida uh, that that could emerge possibly, possibly as the Republican nominee. But I'm I'm only 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 if Trump should not run. Here is one reason. One if you're looking for one reason, I can give you a, a, a bunch. I like what Trump did on the southern border. Shut it down. Shut it down. Stop playing these games where we, the taxpayers, are stuck with the bills. Stop doing it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to Trump in just one second. But I want to get to one of the calls that I had promised to get to a little earlier. Uh, Don, who's calling from near, from Hopewell Junction, which is near Poughkeepsie, New York. Don, what's on your mind? How are you? I'm well, right, Don. So, uh, good. The Biden of Brooklyn has declared a humanitarian crisis in New York City, right? You're referring to the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. Right. The humanitarian crisis at the border, if that's the case. Wait, hey, Don, your phone is breaking up badly. You said all I heard was southern border. Okay, Don, your your phone, your phone. Okay, we 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 have to. Maybe you can call us back or call Greg back another day. But your phone call is uh is not working too well. But I do thank you for that call. Let me return to my point about Trump and why he resonates. Trump and why he resonates. Everyone within the sound of my voice is concerned whether you have kids in the school system or not. You're concerned what the children are learning in school. And these progressives are going to unprecedented levels 
to teach our children transgender issues, sexual issues, all types of things, all types of things that should not be in the classroom. And so the parents in Virginia, when they stood up, I applaud them because we, we all have to fight back. And here's how you fight back. You stand up for yourself in a, in a professional way. You, you, verbalize, you verbalize your rights as an, an American, but you stand up for yourself. And you don't just let people push their agenda on you. And how do you do that? You vote like your life depends on it with the midterms coming up November 8th because in many aspects, your life does depend on it. Politics impacts everything. And I mean almost everything that we do on a daily basis. And that is the reality. And so you've got to vote. If you don't turn out and vote, then don't complain. It really is that simple. You can't call up here. You can't call Greg's show and complain every day. But when it comes election time, you don't vote. But bringing it full circle to my larger point about parents must fight for what's right with their kids in the education system. And guess what? Among the topics that the president brought up on Saturday happened to be exactly that. One of the first things we must do is stand up for parents' rights. Can you believe I'm even saying that? We're going to fight for parents' rights. Who would ever think you have to say that? We're going to fight for parents' rights. Ten years ago, if you said that, they'd say, you're crazy. What? Of course you're going to fight for parents' rights. Today, you have to make a case for it. We will get critical race theory out of our schools, out of our military, which we had it out, and out of every part of our federal, state, and local governments. And at long last, every parent in America must be empowered to opt out of the forced indoctrination in the classroom and send their child to the public, private, charter, religious, or homeschool of their choice. Now think about it, folks. What did the former president say that doesn't make sense? Makes a lot of sense. And for parents of color, notice he said, uh, choice of public school or charter schools. I am a big believer in the success of charter schools. And notice how he started the comment. It's so telling. It really is that he can't believe that he has to say that we have to stand up and fight for the rights of parents. This is the world that we live in today. Black Lives Matter has gone to such an extreme and has been, Black Lives Matter has been given the right the green light to go to such extremes that we find ourselves in the situation that we are in now that we are in now make no mistake about it though. 
Mr. Trump is running, as I have said from the beginning, and I think I know that he has a good chance of winning. At his remarks, in his remarks on Saturday, he also said that he has been treated much differently than any other American president. Ever since I came down the golden escalator in Trump Tower, no other president has ever been treated like this. And I'm not complaining because, you know what, I'm doing a great job for the people of our country, and that's what it's all about. And you can hear the, uh, the, uh, the crowd there uh, cheering for him. And so we're going to go now to Cut 15, in which Trump, and, and the reason why I'm doing this, folks, is I want you to hear from him directly what he has to say. But th- this was over the weekend in Nevada, and he's making a comment here, if you will, if you will, about so-called progressives and what's going on in the country. The radical left is no longer about socialism. It's about communism. We've skipped over socialism, I think. And that's where our country is headed. And I predicted this would happen a long time ago when I felt it. I felt it in my blood. I just felt it in my bones and blood that we are in for a period of time because we have people that truly either they hate our country they are competent look they are competent we can't say they're dummies but they are sick that's the former president over the weekend in nevada in nevada one of the hotly contested senate races as i mentioned earlier crime around the country countries and stores are shutting down group robberies where uh, scores of kids are going in, 10, 15, 20 kids at a pop, stealing whatever they can steal from a 7-Eleven, and they think it's funny. They think it's funny. So Tyson Foods, Tyson Foods is relocating, relocating 500 employees from Chicago and another uh, local area in Illinois to the corporate headquarters in Arkansas. The meat processor is the sixth company to leave Illinois this year. I ask you folks, why? Why do you think they're leaving? I know why they're leaving. They're leaving because crime is completely out of control. They're leaving because Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago I don't even know how how to describe what planet she's on. One of the companies that's also leaving, Citadel, the CEO, Ken Griffin, says, and I am quoting here, that Chicago employees became crime victims and workers kept requesting to be relocated. So crime was one of the many factors prompting him to move the venture Capital firm, its headquarters, to Miami. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. I will be right back. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Greg has the day off. We are in the home stretch of his show. 
on this Columbus Day, and I return to what we started with because it is outrageous, it is disgusting, it points to everything that is wrong in our great country. Lee Zeldin in New York State is the Republican nominee for governor, and he is not even protected. Two teens shot outside his home had come from a recording studio known for gang activity. They were shot near his Long Island home in Suffolk County, a suburb of New York City. And I am telling you, remember what I said, folks. Republicans have a chance of doing quite well in less than a month with the midterms. Crime is out of control. Americans have had it. And Democrats may pay at the ballot box. May. May. We'll see what happens. Because we see what happened in Georgia. Dirty tricks against Herschel Walker, the Republican nominee for Senate, has him on the ropes. But Herschel Walker may still, uh, and, and this is over the abortion issue, he's staunchly against abortion in all circumstances. And according to the Daily Mail, a girlfriend of his, uh, he allegedly paid to have an abortion in 2009, I believe was the year. He is still denying the allegations. The woman who we still don't know who she is, the woman says that she is the mother of one of his children. So dirty tricks. In Georgia, but overall, Republicans have a great opportunity with the midterms. The shooting outside Lee Zeldin's home, New York State. If you are the governor of New York State, Kathy Hochul, how can you say you are a law and order governor when a shooting occurs at your right outside your rival's home? with his two 16-year-old twin daughters inside. Now, imagine the suspects were caught on video under his porch and so on, which was literally part of the crime scene. Imagine for a second, imagine this, if his daughters had been outside. One of the bullets... One of the bullets went into his fence, went into Lee Zeldin's fence. Imagine that bullet could have hit one of his 16-year-old daughters. Just think about that for a second. So when, when I discuss, when I discuss what's going on, it is real that Republicans can win with the midterms. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Billy is calling us from Queens, New York. Billy, what's on your mind? Dominic, do you really believe that the black vote in New York is going to vote for uh, Lee Zeldin instead of coming to Huckle? The the minority vote, if you want to call it that. They will never vote for him. I I think it's possible. I, I, I think it's possible. Historically speaking, Billy, you're correct. It's a, it's a, it's a long shot at best. But things are so bad across America, I, certainly uh, enough to maybe make a difference. 
may decide to vote for for uh, for uh, Zeldin. You don't see it at all. No, let me ask you about these black victims of crime. That poor, that lady, that security guard that's going to lose an eye out there at Howard Beach Subway Station. Yes, I didn't hear her call out all these politicians that are responsible for what happened to her. She did. She, she, really think she, about she did call them out. She called out uh, a local Queens council member, Tiffany Caban, and she was highly critical of the council member. So she did. She did right, call. Corrected there. She, she did. So please do me a favor, Billy. And and take a look at it. But thank you for calling the Greg Kelly Show. And uh, you have a wonderful um, uh, day. Thank you very much. So I want you folks to listen to Mr. Zeldin on Fox this morning about what happened to him. We can recap the amount of crime from the last week week and a half, and you'd think that we're recapping the amount of crime around the state over the course of the last year. There was a woman who was murdered last Wednesday in the Buffalo area in front of her three kids by her husband. Her husband, the day before, was arrested, charged with a slew of domestic violence offenses, released on Castle Spell. That's on Tuesday. On Wednesday, she gets murdered in front of her three kids. She was wearing a bulletproof vest. We know about the Marist dad from Long Island who got shot and killed while getting a cup of coffee and checking out of a hotel on Parents' Weekend. The Green Goblin Gang, the four people who got stabbed on, uh, with the knife attacks last Thursday in a period of about 10 hours on the New York City subway. That list goes on. We do need to roll back pro-criminal laws up in Albany like Cashless Bail and Less is More and the HALT Act because our corrections officers are being assaulted more. We do need to remove district attorneys who refuse to enforce the law. And we have to start unapologetically backing our men and women in law enforcement. And let the church say amen. That's why voters may give Zeldin a shot in an overwhelmingly democratic state. Things are out of control. I forgot all about, to be honest with you folks, I forgot all about the father that was doing nothing wrong but visiting his child at the college and ended up being shot, fatally shot. This is the world that we live in. It has to change. Coast to coast, city to city, state to state, it has to change. Been my honor to be with you folks today. Dominic Carter filling in for Greg Kelly on this Columbus Day who had the day off. Thank you very much. God bless you and God bless America. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.